Good evening, everybody. I'm David, and welcome to episode 32 of Take Two Radio Soaps and Review. And yes, that's a long way to say it. With me tonight, I have, I have my day's companion, Miss Elizabeth Long. How are you, ma'am? I am fine, David. How are you? So far, so good. I wish this weather would make up its mind. I know, I know, but, I you know, let's take the good with the bad, so uh, tomorrow where I'm at, it's supposed to be getting 60, so I'm, I'm, I'll take it. Oh, I want to come over there. <laughs> oh, so bad. So, how about well, the two of us? Yeah. <laughs> how about the two of us together greet our newest member of Take Two Radio Soaps and Review? Casey Stephen Hutchinson. Hello, Welcome, everybody. Thanks. I'm so happy to be here and do this show with you guys. And we are happy and to have you. We are very happy to have you. And what we what we plan to do is we, like we said off air, we're going in alphabetical order. Golden, the Beautiful, Days of Our Lives, General Hospital, and Young and the Restless. And let's hope, well, we could get some call-ins, and it would be nice if they could help us along. Um, But so far, there's no one on the ticket yet. So, Casey, tell me what you like about the Australian uh, backdrop on Golden the Beautiful. Well, I think it's a great way to celebrate the uh, 30th anniversary of Bold, which I love Bold and Beautiful. And, you know, doing this huge location shoot is a great way to get back into the glamour of the show uh, that the 80s brought and that the 90s brought as well. And it's just reminding me, this whole um, 30th anniversary week just reminded me how much I really love the show. Um, I think um, all there, the only problem I had with it was that I thought it was a little too cluttered for a 30-minute soap. Um, and it just goes to show that, in my opinion, I think the show needs to go to an hour. But, you know, I love soap so much. So, of course, that's going to be my opinion. <laughs> um but otherwise, I loved it. thought it was a great way to celebrate the uh, big 30th, and I thought those episodes were well-written. They are, they are looking good. So my, my, big, my big contention right now is if Sally can win Thomas. Oh, gosh, I know. That's going to be – I think that's going to be hard for her because, you know – you have, because the big conflict in that relationship is surely wanting her to steal from the Foresters and wanting Sally to be like, you know, the predecessor. And, you know, Sally really doesn't want to do that, and I'm really rooting for her not to take Shirley's side in things because I would rather see love prevail for her and Thomas than for it to crash down in flames uh, because of reliving uh, the old Spectra days. 
Yeah, I think she wants to do right by everybody, and I think the first mistake was letting letting her sister be caught as a spy mm-hmm. if they ever catch her, if they ever catch Coco. Yeah. And, and that... I just really hope that, you know... Sally kind of takes the lead over Shirley and be like, no, we're not doing this. We're not sending Spectra through knockoffs again. You know, I think Sally really wants to take Spectra more high end and kind of do her own thing with it. And I'm really excited to see if that will happen. Hold on. I I am too. So what um and what are your thoughts? How long do you think Liam and Steffi will last? Well, I think they really want to build their relationship this time, but um obviously really their only conflict um right now, the only thing that could come in between them is Wyatt, but I really think this is going to be the marriage that lasts very long. I see a baby maybe coming in again, uh, one that she won't miscarry. And so, yeah, I see this one lasting a really long time, and I hope it does because I'm kind of tired of the back and forth between the two, and I really just think we need to get them Move on. as the yeah head of the next generation of the show. That. Uh. I I think they have to move on to now. I read I read a little while ago that um, Brooke was going to catch Quinn and Ridge together, but I don't know how true it is. At least not in today's. She didn't. So I figure it's coming up shortly. Well, and I read that too, and. I'm thinking it will come up shortly because they're still not married yet again. Um, So I really, you know, and Katie's kind of throwing all these red flags at Brooke. And, you know, Brooke doesn't like to seem like she doesn't care about it because, you know, she's like, oh, Rich and I have been fighting for 30 years for our love. But, you know, just knowing Brooke, you can see, you know, the blinkers going off in her head like, oh, watch out for Quinn and Ridge and try and get to the bottom of what Katie said to, you know, her. And I really think that's going to make them not walk down the aisle again. You you really think it's going to be a game changer? Oh, I definitely think so. I think... Brooke will just be so shocked and horrified. And my prediction is that maybe this will get Brooke back into Eric's arms. I really think that's something that will happen down the line if, you know, that uh, rumor was true about Brooke catching them because obviously Eric and Quinn can't go on if that happens. I mean, it's sickening and... I'm sure it will horrify uh, Brooke and Eric to discover that. I I think I think you have a valid point there, young man. 
I think you do. So now we got we got. Do we have a potential teen couple coming on? I think. Do we have we RJ do. and Coco? What are your yeah, thoughts on RJ and Coco? Well, RJ and Coco is kind of that Romeo and Juliet love story that soaps are famous for. And I think that, you know, she was brought on for the love interest for him. And, of course, we've kind of seen that already. And who knows where that go? I'm really excited to see it. I think they're both fabulous young actors who have a longevity in the soap genre. And I'm just really excited to see how Brad Bell will uh, write the next potential great D&D love story. I I think they're like the next generation. What do you think? Definitely. I think, you know, on Bulb is starting to become very generational, and that's what I'm loving about the show right now. You know, we've got the Broken Eric generation, um, then we've got the Steffi Liam generation, and then we've got that generation of where uh, Coco and RJ are going to fall on. And I think that generation is going to start becoming very exciting to viewers. And I think Brad Bell is really ready to um, invest in that next generation of the show to carry it on for another 30 years. That's very very astute. So, with that in mind, today was the new opening logos. Yes. (laughs) To end the B&B discussion, how, how do you feel about the new B&B logos. I, for a really long time, I wanted an update. Um, just because we had stuck with it for so long. And I think, you know, it was nice of them to kind of pull a Y&R, you know. Um, yeah. Because this is the generation where you need to update stuff in soaps. You need to be with the current. you got to keep up. Yeah, and Bold is the younger-looking soap, you know, bold and beautiful. Beautiful, young, sexy, thriving. And I think Bold is really the soap that's going to outlast any. And if it keeps this up, what we saw today and all this week, it's definitely showing through. So I think it was a good call to update stuff. And I'm just so happy with Bold right now. I am too. It's It's looking good. It's looking good. Yeah, and for a while, I wasn't sure if the show could really continue at its high capacity after Ron Moss and Susan Flannery departed. But this past week, I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's the bold and beautiful. You know, there it is. There it is. Well, that's our bold and beautiful. Let's go on to Days of Our Lives. And Carolyn, I see you in there. Oh, okay, I'm here. Yep. Um, Carolyn, um Case have you've been listening to Casey? Um Carolyn, we have Casey joining us for his first time. And you've hi, been listening uh, to him. Hi. How do you think? 
<laughs> Hi, Casey. Hello. How are you doing? Hi. I'm doing well. What about yourself? Good. Good. Very good. good. How does he good. sound to you, Carolyn? No, sound sound yeah, right on right on target. Sounded great. Okay, you ready for days? Okay, my opening thing. I want to see Vincent win that Emmy. Oh. Mm. <laughs> I think he. Well, you know. I per- think- Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, you know, he's always been a favorite. I'm, I'm sorry that he's leaving because I, I, I think he's kind of brought a little bit of, um, I don't know. Uh, the danger. He's a good Act. actor. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just wondering how they're going to get rid of him if they, they're going to kill him off or what's going to happen. I think poison would be appropriate. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> no, and he, he poisoned Maggie, and and then he he poisoned Abby and Jamie. So that I'm just saying, if they have to get rid of him, poison would be appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> My only problem um, with Vincent leaving is I think, and I don't know if it was a Ron move. I don't know if Ron wanted to get rid of him to kind of ship the show or whatever, but I think Ron would have written great material for him. And I think he's really yeah. going to be missed, and I think we're going to feel the presence of him when he's gone. Yeah, I think we oh, will. And then. You need a villain, and and that was, I think, part of the attraction of Days for all those years. I mean, you know, you had Stefano, um, and then you had Victor, and you meet, you know, Victor's really mellowed. He's kind of on the sidelines, and he's all mm-hmm. he's all for you know protecting the business and and doing underhanded things. But you just you need that that element, and so I don't know who is going to fill that. When uh, when Vincent leaves, unless they, you know, unless Sunny starts to turn, you know, turn down. Yeah, they're ma- yeah, um, yeah. The, they they're making him. The, he says that he's going to, you know, change things. Well, on, Andre can be quite mean. Yeah, <laughs> I just think, <laughs> you know, Deimos was our next generation of villains. Really, I mean, because, you know, age has just a number, but also John Aniston, you know, can't do the things he used to back in the 90s, you know, so I think that's what I'm going to miss about Deimos, is he was grooming the next big supervillains that Days is known for. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I I can't see, I can't see the show without, I can't see the show without Vincent, and I I don't know, I don't know. I I can't say that Ron had anything to do with it. I don't, um because it's still in Dina's script. Mm-hmm. And Ron, I know he started writing. I mean, when it was announced, it was effective immediately. But I don't think we'll see any of his work come in until fall. Um, I'm his saying work late, will come late in August, August. July. July? Yeah, late July is when his work starts. And so that's why I was wondering, and I don't know how yeah. um, 
when Vincent will exit. But that's what I was wondering if Ron, mm-hmm. you know, was like, okay, I want to turn this cast down. You know, he's only been on a year, so give him the boot. Unless, unless it is um, a contractual thing. Yeah, and that could be too. Mm. And the other, the other thing is, which I did know, I don't know if any of you saw it, but Sherry's already started. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sherry's already been within the trenches, and we've seen her work already. Yeah. So she might be helping the guide Ron's way. Mm-hmm. With her in there, I think she's helping out. I mean, she was just, I think, in script writing and not in her, not in the new position yet, I don't think. Well, I think, I don't it's think good that she's starting out in that script writing because I'm seeing, and, you know, some scripts, and some shows, the dialogue's been so dumbed down. And so I'm really glad that she is writing those scripts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, 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 it sounds like they are trying to get it, you know, they're trying to refine it along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... I'm hoping for you know I'm hoping for a little more. Um, I'm my bit my big hope right now is I'm hoping Nicole comes home. Yeah, you know that I I just I I want her to be able to 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 have Holly and you know something's going to go wrong there. She's she's going to be found out. You know now she knows her her new neighbor. Well, she doesn't know that, but we know her new neighbor. We do. Is 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 a cop, <laughs> and you know it up yeah. up in Canada there, Hillary. and so, hi, uh, yeah, and and I hope Brady doesn't doesn't get in trouble uh, over this. Uh, I just I want happiness, and and I know that that with any writing that 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 is the goal. Let's let's get, you know let's get some some happiness and some lightheartedness. That's one of the things I really miss is the lightheartedness. Like if you remember some of the um, uh, years ago uh, with with Alice Horton and and some of the lighthearted yeah. moments there, and and I, I'm 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 missing that as well. Uh, so that's what I'm I'm looking for. Like Eric, he's coming out of a dark place. He's growing his hair. Sorry, people out there on social media who love that <laughs> edgy look and that bushy beard. I'm sorry. The hair is growing back. I'm loving it because he's got that nice, wavy hair, and he's, you know, he cut that, that beard, and, and hopefully he'll, you know, he and Jennifer will have a relationship. And, um, uh, you know, so there, there's, some, there's some light in there. Yes, we need the evil, but that there's also mm-hmm. some good things happening. Well, and I think the only problem is on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, um. So I think the only problem is is why we're not getting those lighthearted moments, is because the show is so plot driven right now, and it really, 
you know, plot-driven does not work for days of our lives. Plot-driven, you know, might work on The Young and the Restless, might work on General Hospital, but no, days of our lives is that overlapping, layered story, and it's just too plot-driven right now, and I have a feeling that's because, you know, we're trying to shove Dina out of the way for Ron, but it's too plot-driven, so I don't see us getting any, you know, nice moments if the show doesn't come out of the plot-driven era. Yeah, it it, just, and it, it hasn't been. Yeah, and it 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 hasn't been that way uh, for for a long time. So hopefully uh, that will change as well. I wanted to ask, what did you guys think about the scene between Maggie and Eric? Oh my God, I don't know if I ever cried so hard in my life. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's only one other time I cried there's only one other time I cried like that and that was when I was watching Young and the Restless last year and this I thought it was so beautiful Mm -hmm. and how he's a good crier he can cry too because he had to do a lot of crying he's done very done very well with that but yeah, that was that was yeah. classic days, and it was yeah. so it was so classic, so opera. It was such mm-hmm. well written and well acted. Oh my gosh, I'm like the whole time I was watching that, I was like Emmy, 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 Emmy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it was, and. There's one other point, you know what other point I loved and I loved watching and how Julie was welcoming Eli into the family and telling him all about the history. I think yeah. what what a sweet move to get new viewers hooked into the show. Yeah, oh, definitely. And, and, and educate people about the background because it, it does get complicated. Yeah. yeah, it really does. I mean, you know, Eli's expressions when Hope was telling him about how her and Julie are related was like every new viewer for the show in the last, you know, 10 years. Exactly. Yeah, in the last 10 years. I mean, I... I haven't been well, I've been watching it on and off for 30 and there's some things like I have forgotten and mm-hmm. some I didn't I didn't know so what I do normally is I I go to my historian Liz and she helps me out <laughs> Well and one day it was uh, last year where Hope called Julie sister and I had forgotten too and I'm like oh yeah that's right <laughs> and I was like oh yeah gross but okay <laughs> well, you, you, but you know what that was that was so the norm back in the the, mm-hmm. the 60s and the 70s to have the, those kind of bizarro uh, things going on I mean it's just, it's just like the, the norm of, uh, you know just, just like uh, uh, um, Sierra is Claire's um, 
that's that's her, what that's her aunt, and yeah. it's like, yeah. but they, you know, yeah, and oh, that that little Claire, oh, I want to slap her. <laughs> oh, no. oh, I know. She's turning. I mean, they've turned her into a little shrew, a, a narcissistic shrew, um, because remember when she first. When when they they had their little growth spurt from like nine to uh, seventeen uh, yeah. in one day, they, <laughs> yeah, and then from really, seventeen to thirty, <laughs> like she's you know nice and all of that, and then they they made her very very shrew like, and you know the way the way she's possessive uh, with Theo. Oh, I just want to slap her and uh, oh, I, I just well. Because and, you know, I love. She just wants Theo now because Theo wants him. Yeah, and I love. Um, oh, her name is slipping my mind right now. Olivia Rose Keegan. Isn't that her name? Who plays Claire? Yep, yeah. and that's who plays Claire. Yes. Yes, and I love that girl. I mean, she can act, and I think out of the whole group of the new team scene, she's the best one, and. I really like that she's kind of spitfire because it kind of reminds me of Julie 2.0, really. Yes. Oh, yes. I was thinking that same thing because Julie was was so like that in in her younger days, of course. Oh, yes. But. And and I'm sorry that. that Belle and Sean are, are gone. Are they are there plans for them to come back? Was that return just temporary? Well, I know Brandon uh, Beamer is I know gone recurring. So Brandon's gone recurring, but Martha is nowhere in the uh, castless recurring contract. Hmm. Which is really That's sad because... I like them, and I love Martha Madison's version of Belle. I mean, that girl has really made that role her own, and I wish she was on, like, every day. Yeah. Yeah, it would be Especially nice. Especially now that she and Sean are back together. Like, when she was, you know, when they split up and all of that, she was, um, uh, you know, she really was, uh, she, she was kind of the way Claire is now. Um, so I, I, I liked, I liked, uh, Val and, um, and what she had become, especially again, getting back with Sean, but yeah, she, she needs to come back in town and, you know, lay down the law with that daughter of hers, but. Mm-hmm. Because they need to start, I think they need to make Claire the Sammy Brady and make Belle the Marlena and retell that story because that's what you do in soaps. You kind of recycle it, tell it from a new point of view for the next generation of the show. That's how you keep a soap going for 50 years and in Guiding Light's case, 72 years, you know? So they need to really hit the gas pedal on that. See, follow follow a pattern that works. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a reason why Days has been around for over 50 years now. It's because that pattern has worked for generations, and they really need to get back to that. They really need to get. They really need to get back to sticking to generational stories and 
mm-hmm. things go on and how we learn from the past and put out and keep the uh what they call the gloom and doom um at a at some sort of a standstill and I always and I always show it because you know you can they they it's been a little overkill. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think, you know, they try to, fans for years said, okay, Days of Our Lives needs to look back and they need to see what stories made them successful. And yes, these over-the-top villain stories made them successful, but that's not the only thing. You know, we had Bo and Hope and we had Patch and Mm -hmm. Kayla and we had great love stories and heartwarming moments um, while Alice was making donuts and I mean, so yes, you've got like 30% of the formula back down, but get the other, you know, part of that formula back down. And you notice that the donuts made it in when they had their little um, uh, meeting with Eli out there in the restaurant that has really nice upholstered furniture sitting right out in the middle uh, (laughs) on the outside. Everybody eats outside. It does not matter what the weather is. Everybody eats outside. It's like, isn't there an indoor to that restaurant? Well, I'm just so confused (laughs) on whether, you know, nobody's figured it out yet if it's indoor or outdoor. So (laughs) (laughs) it's, it's sad. It's sad that they've cut down on the sets. I mean, you know, well, Years ago, just, we had restaurants like Doug's Place, you know, and well, even Chez yep. Rouge. I mean, and I think that's still yeah. going, but apparently nobody goes to eat there anymore. They, they all sit out at that one table. They all, you know, everybody, <laughs> the they, they take turns angle. eating at that one table <laughs> outside, no matter what the weather. I'm not really, you know, there was a scene in the park where they have that gated area. And Sierra walked in front of the bench to exit, and for years I had thought that was a cement wall, and I'm like, where is she walking to? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We did one 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 show. We did have a little set discussion because yeah, I'm not, yeah. We had a little not, a discussion. <laughs> Maybe we should quiz. Oh, oh go ahead. Let's quiz. Casey on what he thought of the wallpaper <laughs> in, in Eric's house. In, in Eric's Eric's bedroom. Yeah. bedroom. <laughs> oh, goodness. Did, did okay. you see? It reminded me straight out of something of like another world or something. I yeah, mean, the I Bates just Motel. laughed and laughed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Bates Motel, yeah. 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 And another thing is, oh, you know, okay. with these sets, it's insane. I mean, I don't understand why they built a new hotel room for Nicole to use for 10 minutes. And then she went to uh, Roman, Kayla, Jennifer's office to lay on a bed. And now she's in <laughs> Chloe's cabin. I don't get it. Why could they build a new hotel for 10 minutes, but you couldn't build anything else new? And did you notice? that Eric's new office at the Horton Center is Aiden's old office? Yeah. <laughs> it is? It's Aiden's that office. This looks very, yeah. it looks very familiar. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's yeah, ridiculous now. I'm the, recy- the recycling. The recycling the stuff. 
the recycling and, and stuff. I will tell they you, and I'll tell you two of my favorites. It's when they went to um, Prague and the police station was just like <laughs> Salem TV. It was exactly I think they put Salem, up like Salem that. TV. <laughs> They put up a sign for Brock. And then, do you notice how that one, um, it's like an interrogation room, that everybody uses yeah. that room as an office? Like, you'll see, you'll yeah. see Rafe in there, you know, doing something, or, or, or you'll, you'll see JJ in there. And it's just, everybody uses that as, the office, as their office. It's like, okay. Well, then, I love two other things. Is that the Salem PD? there's that door in the way back that says Commissioner Brady. Of course, not anymore. Uh, but we know there's nothing behind that door. <laughs> and he's never and, – and another thing is, is when they were in Prague, did you catch that the ballroom was the church? No. I'm uh, – my eyes I are – that. Oh, you did? Yeah, when they were at the masquerade, yeah, it was the church set. They had just removed the pews and – I was like, oh. Yeah. Isn't that the smallest? Isn't that the smallest church in the world? I think it has like what four pews on each side. <laughs> well, they had that other one for a while. It was the hospital chapel with only one pew in it in the center, <laughs> and a stained glass yeah. window. Oh. Oh my. Hey, does well, anybody know when when Drake Hodgson's coming back? Oh, I doubt, but it's getting annoying because I don't know where he is. You mean when we go, when we see him air? Well, like I <laughs> okay, said, thank you. Like I said, at Day of Days in November, that he was the cast was asked that question, and they said that he mm-hmm. is back taping. So I don't, you know, how far ahead they go. So that was in November. Yeah. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking late May. Maybe he'll yeah. be back in he sweeps. I, I miss him, and I hope that 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 there is a wedding that Marlena and John get married once again. I hope there's a <laughs> well, wedding. I'm probably going to quit watching if he comes back and they start relationship conflicts with John and Marlena, knowing that there is nothing to fight over. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, so. I agree. That was totally. You know, like when they split up that the last time, that was just, I'm like, are you kidding? <sighs> so hopefully, oh, over hopefully they'll stay Brady. together this time. That was well, over Christian and Brady. My sleep. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I wonder if Christian's well, still alive. Well, you know, we've got. Eileen Davidson over at the Young and the Restless, but I don't know if she's going to resign with the Young and the Restless because her contract, her two-year contract that she signed um, when she left days again, I think it's almost up if I'm not mistaken. And so I don't know if she'll resign, but I really don't think we need Kristen back. Yeah, yeah, that's that's that's, that's evil and, and too too big of a dose. Mm-hmm. Well, she said on she said on Twitter that um, she wasn't going to close the door on days, but she didn't want her mm-hmm. her, her words were she didn't want to piss them off over there on uh, the young and the restless. So, but she was well, going to leave I mean, the door open. 
in Kristen's case, that saying applies, you know, a window closes and <laughs> and another <laughs> door and open. <laughs> and there's another yeah. one below. I think that's what she did. She hung, maybe she hung on to the edge and <laughs> you know, and I would have just jumped in the other window. Jumped in the other window. What did everybody think of Cleo and Ar- Eduardo? Do you think that could be a romance? No, no, that's oh. just that's grossing oh. me out a little. I'm like, oh. Cruz needs to jump on a ship and get back to Santa Barbara. I am so done. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! That guy just to Santa Barbara to eat me. <laughs> yeah, well, well we don't do know Roma. She do. joined a church or something. Some, they have some bizarre um, uh, matchmaking. That's that's all I can say. And I'm getting over. Um, the threesome, poor, oh, jeez. <laughs> oh I want God. somebody to make I, up no, their I mind. Can't see those. Justin and, uh, you know, who, who's she going to choose? And, oh, he well, lost oh, his eight, phone and, and came back when she was, yeah, when she was having her uh, Manny pedicure and reminiscing about old times. Oh, I want I want her to make a decision, please. It's dragging well, on too me, long now. like... Can soaps no longer write a cancer story? I mean, yeah. <laughs> these cancer stories we've had the past, like, five years have been terrible. And it's not yeah. a representation of the disease, but it really is. And, and like, seriously, all of a sudden she puts on makeup and her disease is gone? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, new, new clothes that didn't fit and, oh, manicure and pedicure. Oh, no, no, that's... Yeah, I mean, was we haven't found a cure for cancer yet, but if you go over to Salem and you buy new clothes, oh, listen, you're cured. Well, but you know what, though? That is kind of therapeutic, though, for people going through cancer. Um, yeah, because to, it is those kind of things. She looked, it, is, it, is there, it is therapeutic, so um, she looked I, too I can perfect, see that. you know. Yeah. And, uh, because they came over, she was puking her guts out. She barely made it to her massage. And then we see her in the Horton Town Square, and she's like, oh, yeah, I feel fine. Yep, let's go clubbing. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Like one minute, and the next minute, yeah. Yeah, that that is not, that's not reality. But, yeah, you know, if you can't you tell it, you know, I think. But you know what? And I think, I think they, they, sometimes they, they do that kind of as a public service to kind of bring it to the forefront, and it might make someone think about, hey, you know, maybe, oh, maybe I should get a mammogram or, or, or something like that. So I think they're also looking at it as let's, let's bring something to light and, or let's, let's remind people in addition to, okay, we need a good juicy plot, you know, in addition to that. So. Well, and I think, you know, the only way to tell a good cancer storyline is if you do what Guiding Light did. Uh, you know, with Reva, you know, showing how that mammogram is done and showing what mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. really go through instead of just puking your guts out like it's the 48-hour stomach bug. Yeah, more uh, more reality. Show more realism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that's what folks just... used to do best, entertainment with realism. Yeah. Does anyone... But, has but anyone the thing is... Go ahead. Go ahead, Carolyn. Does any does anyone know what's happened to Caroline? <laughs> she went up the Brady um, stairs during that bombing, and she never came back down. Yeah, 
Well, she came no, with Joey they when they he's doing... out with Kimberly. No, well, they were doing Kimberly or Victoria and walked into his bedroom. Well, they were doing an excellent storyline on Alzheimer's. I thought when they were doing that with Caroline and different things that were going on, I think they they handled it right. very well. You know, it kind of reminds but, me, Caroline's disappearance reminds me of all my children where that Martin family member walked up to the attic and we didn't see him, you know, we saw his skeleton, you know, 41 years later. And it's sad because I like Caroline. I think Peggy McKay is great. And they were of course, starting Shannon, she's been on she's, she's been on the show for how many years? I mean, uh, I would have I think thought that they would have done. Yes, I, I, I just something, you know, to, to indicate. Because I've looked over social media and I can't find anything, you know, like let's mm-hmm. at least acknowledge her. Well, and, and, and you know, they may... were kind of. Oh, go ahead. She may be ill, and she may want privacy. She may not want them to say anything. You don't know. Yeah. You don't know. I thought, you know, we were going to have a love triangle with her, Victor, and Maggie, because they teased that for about three months. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that would have been a great story for the vets, because our vets never really get love triangles, ever. And it's like people who are 80 still love each other. Well, they right. still can't. <laughs> right. Yeah, they still they know how to do it. They've been doing it. <laughs> but they seem to have a lot of tri- triangles. They've got the one with Sierra, and now um, is uh, Kate going to get upset because Eduardo and Cleo were are together? And there's Nicole still pining over Daniel and poor Brady, and are they really in love, or what's happening? Well, my thing with the Sierra Clarcio one is I've never been able to stand Sierra, and it's nothing to do with the actress. It's just the writing for her, Um, because I don't like really bashing actors just because this is a hard craft. But I've never liked her, really, up until this point. I feel like now, I feel like the best stories for a person come when they exit sometimes, which is sad. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I have I have to agree with you there. They show their best stuff when they're on their way out. Yeah, and it's so sad because I'm like, okay, if I got this Sierra six months ago, I would have been like, give me more, give me more. But now it's like, oh, am I really supposed to care about this when she's gone in, you know, two months? Is she, is she leaving? Yes. Uh, she announced oh. the news on Twitter about a month ago. Oh, so she... <laughs> but, you know, there's, there's a possibility they could recast it or uh, the character or she could actually come back. So you, you just you never know. So, yeah, you want to care. You want to watch. You want to say, okay, what's happening with this character? And then kind of... Short in the memory banks because that character could come back. Well, I think that's the problem with days in general is we know everything that's going to happen, you know, five months from now. And that's probably the problem why they're only getting two million people to watch an episode because everybody knows you don't have to watch when you know everything. I mean, sure, there might mm-hmm. be a scene or two that's going to shock you, but at the end of the day, you know everything. 
Well, that's true because of all the the, the the news and the social media. It's it, yeah, it's it's all out there. Whereas years ago, before internet, you the only way you knew is you had to tune in and watch. You had to well, watch. You yeah, know, you had to watch that, or you knew what was going to happen for like three days if you picked up a soap opera digest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Much. Pretty much. So yeah, maybe it's better if they kept this to the best. Yeah. No. I mean, I really think you know Nicole um, Ariane Zucker. I really think that news should have been kept under wraps until like two weeks before she ex. You know, I just think because mm-hmm. now I'm kind of losing interest in this Holly storyline, and that's their biggest front burner story right now. But now. Yep. You know, we know she's going to exit, and now we have Jennifer Landon as the cop, so we're all kind of connecting the dots here. Yeah, and we're wondering when. Well, let me see. What did they say about Ari's going to be airing through May? No, her uh, her contract's up. Maybe longer? She's, uh, she, yeah, she's had a bone to pick because... Um, Oh, Daniel, uh, she she was on social media saying uh, all the story about uh, he decided to leave, and she said no, it wasn't. He was he was fired. I don't know. <laughs> she was. Did anyone else see that a couple of weeks ago? I saw that. I did. I heard that. Yeah. 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 So they're and in, in, they're, in real the life. Thing. They're a couple. In real life, they're a couple. You know that's you know the thing is you know a soap opera is a steady paycheck. I would have kept it no matter who I was dating, no matter who was fired. Right. Because yeah. and we know she's probably making a pretty penny off of that show by now. Oh, yeah. She's probably making oh, yeah. more than the sets are worth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's not saying much, though. <laughs> that, that, uh, much more, I hope. Yeah, <laughs> much more than that. Well, well, one day, um, I think it was Cleo. She was she was sitting there and she was telling somebody Nicole's uh, life history, and I I said, oh geez, I forgot about that. Oh geez, I forgot about that. I mean, now she's she. It looks like she's going to end up with with Brady, and I'm thinking, after all this and the years that you've been on there and what she's gone through, and. So maybe well, and, it's, you know, maybe it's, it's just run its course. Nicole is run, is run her Chloe, course. There's nothing left. Chloe and Nicole mirror each other, and so that's why I can't stand when they judge each other. I'm like, you know, Nicole was a porn star, and Chloe, you were a prostitute. I mean, those careers yeah. kind of mirror each other, and so I'm like, you can't yeah, can't judge each other. Yeah. The pot calling the kettle black, and you're sitting there laughing, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to be hypocrites, but, you know, don't, you know, be hypocritical when you kind of share the same history with the woman. Yeah. It's too bad that she just couldn't have gotten the baby and found out, you know, that it was hers and Daniel's and then, you know, uh, a beautiful ending to to that. And now it's just gone. Can't get anywhere. Talk about a story coming out of nowhere. I mean, that whole Daniel thing. I was like, what? <laughs> this is mirroring, you know, I what feel, Kristen did. I feel like 
I, I feel like that baby storyline was kind of like it wasn't pre like it wasn't planned like like for some reason they're like uh oh we've got to scramble and come up with something and and that's what they came up with. Well, and you know, for anybody here who watches GH, it's kind of like what they did with Nell. And you know, I'm tired of daytime writers scrambling. You know, plan out your stories. It really takes you about an hour to plan out a story or two that can carry on for months. Mm -hmm. It's not the hardest thing in the world to plan out a story. Writing the script, yeah, okay, a little harder. But planning the story out to carry on for months, not hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just felt dropped in there. And and I'm like, huh? Did did anyone... Did anyone see um, Nicole and Cleo talking and all this and fertilization and everything in the story, how it came out? And I said, I don't, I don't remember no. hearing all that, no. seeing all that. It was, I'm sitting oh, no, there, no, I'm it blanking. Didn't, it, didn't happen, it didn't happen before, no. It's, like I said, no. they just kind of like plopped it in there. Yeah. Well, they like, you can tell is because when they went to do those flashbacks, Sean Christian his hair was short. And I'm like, okay, yeah. so I didn't miss anything. These are just fake flashbacks. <laughs> They're just... It's kind of like when they yep. did that flashback when uh, Cassie DePiva first came on as Eve. Do you guys remember that? It was supposed to yeah. be a flashback to her and Jennifer in high school. And I'm like, okay, you can see that they're both 50. And you just put them yeah. in white nightgowns <laughs> and pulled their hair back. Yeah. <laughs> or they it's have hair down. It's a different Eve. Right. Yeah, and, and I'm like, in that point, you know, you you know, since you don't have Charlotte Ross and that incident, if it ever comes up again, you hire younger people, you know, under five, and they step <laughs> in, they do a quick twenty second thing, and that's it. It's, I mean, come exactly. on, like, but it, you know, then again, oh, I, 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 I see, see what you're not baseball sure. thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that baseball thing was a mess. So I'm not even see, sure Days of Our Lives had a four-minute extra. <laughs> well, and you know, you know, nobody clapped at Club TBD when Chad started his speech, and I was like, oh my gosh, can they not pay their extras to clap? I was like, oh, that's scary. Wasn't in the contract. Yeah. That part of their job description. Yeah, there's another uh, threesome, Chad and Gabby and Abby. Yeah, and he's told he's told he's told uh, uh, Gabby, no, I can't can't see you again. That's, so that's the new drama this week. And well, and, and I will I will I will say this until I'm blue in the face because it's like didn't did does Chad forget that she paid someone to kidnap Melanie? When Chad was yeah. dating Melanie? I was yeah, just and, and, and that was brought up. That? No, I think that was brought up. That was brought up with But I mean, forgotten to the point like, oh, it's okay, yeah. Yeah, I forget. You know, I forget to the point that people have a relationship with her. That's what I mean. It's like, hello. Now, Damos is private, private detective. Does he, does he know more about what went on in the... Um, in the ice box, for the, the meat locker than well, anyone else. I mean, did they end up? Did they? Um, <laughs> well, and you did know, they do the, did they skipping. do the deed? 
Yeah, because I'm waiting we're, for Gabby to find out she's pregnant. We're skipping, you know, plot points so much. There are so many holes <laughs> in the story. I mean, look at that um, antique thing that <laughs> came out of nowhere. They didn't, they didn't do it. They didn't do it in that meat locker. Are you sure? You know, yeah, I think I'm they sure. just No, I don't think they did it. When you have hypothermia, I think I think that's kind of one of the last things I hear mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's been in soaps for years. I mean, I just think of all the people who have done it in a cold place or a hot place. or <laughs> And I'm like, my goodness, for me... I would be digging for food or a key or something. I could care less about yeah. the other person's survival of the fittest. <laughs> well, that's why they, they, they were sharing body heat. So, no, they, they, didn't, they didn't do that. They were just kissing. Yeah. But, I mean, these okay. stories are coming out of nowhere now to push Dina out of the way. I mean, I didn't even know she could spell antiquities until the whole antique story came out. I mean, I'm like, well, congratulations. Look at it this way. If, if Gab, even if Gabby were pregnant, she just got poisoned, that, and that baby's dead now. I'm sorry. No, the baby's dead. You know. <laughs> babies are um, never dead on soap opera. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gabby, you know got, Gabby, got, Gabby got poisoned? Well, yeah, remember the yeah. ID was hooked up to her. And they both are. But I think she got free, actually, because, you know, the camera didn't pan back to her, and I think she got free because we saw her struggling, and I think she'll be free. Right, but no, she still, the poison was still in her, and then Chad gave half of the antidote to uh, Abby, and then through the other, he did the little, that's why they did that baseball thing, because he he tugged on his ear and then pitched the, um, vial to her because she got free because she was able to drink the other half. But no. Uh, then um, uh, who was it? JJ and uh, Sonny and um, Paul showed up. Um, or not Sonny. Um, uh, Dario. Uh-huh. And they showed oh, up and then Gabby went into convulsions. Yeah. So no, she's not out of the woods yet. Do you think hmm. once they take her to the hospital, do you think something about a baby will be brought up? <laughs> no, she's in the hospital. Oh, no, my. oh God, please no. Please no. Uh, Gabby's in the well, I mean, I'm sorry. You know, we got to well, that, would be that the, triangle that would be somehow. The, yeah, that's, that, that would be the, that would be the, I don't know what, with um, Abigail. I don't no, know I don't think they did, because Chad no. Chad would have admitted that one to Gabby, to, to Abby, too, He, you know, because he told her what happened. So, well, but, you uh, know, no, I don't. It's kind of the flip side, because he just mentioned, you know, he just confirmed to her the night of that party that he loved her, you know? Yeah, right. I, I'm just thinking in true Demera fashion here, you know, I'm kind of getting hints of EJ and that Abigail affair, you know? But he said he, he didn't want to see Gabby again, that he wants her out of, And, of course, now that's going to be different because she almost died and he feels bad. So, Yeah. I'd, you know, kick that girl to the curb. Well, she exactly. told she told that she told Abigail. Gabby told Abigail, and Abigail says, "Well, I you uh, I can't have you not in my life. I mean, they're they're just bosom buddies." So she said, yeah, "No, but, Dad doesn't." But now, but so. since Gabby almost died, now they're probably obligated to be friends with her. 
Yeah. Well, it's going to be diff- difficult. It's going to be different. It's going to be difficult to get that get Chad out of Gabby's system. Yeah. Depending on okay. if <clears throat> if he wants her out of his system. Mhm. I just think you know. Once we get past all the kidnapping drama and make sure everybody's okay, I think this will definitely lead to a Deimos murder mystery. And I really hope it does because I think we need a good murder mystery. Well, what's happening? And then it'll be. And then the question will be: Is he really dead? Oh gosh! Don't bring that up. Oh no! I really (laughs) think he's dead. Did something happen to um, Abigail? Or did she just take off? No, oh, oh you shit. didn't see it. No, no, no. Abby and Gabby were kidnapped by uh, one of Deimos's hired thugs, and then yeah. um, they were then they, they, they put um, an IV into them, and uh, they injected poison into each one. Mm-hmm. Chad. Then they told Chad, "Come to the, you know, if you want, we have your wife. Come to the dock." And then he got a hit over alone. Yeah, and then when, uh, when he was that? he was handcuffed, yes. and they said, um, th- then they said when we're gonna loosen the cuffs, the antidote is there to the to the poison. They they both Gabby and Abby were were injected with poison, and he could only save one. There was only time to save one. But what he did is he gave Abby half of the antidote, and then he threw the vial to Gabby, who had freed herself. She had been tied up. And gave her half the antidote, but um, they both had they, they 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 were both hospitalized. Was, was that to, was that today or yesterday? That was today, yeah. Oh, I mean, today? I started oh, yesterday. Oh, yeah, I, I have think to I might have missed too. today's. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I always I have see. I thought today. I always see was, it late after the show. Yeah, so, and so I I have. Liz and Carolyn to help keep me updated. Oh, I missed I missed that I missed that uh, I missed that today. I got home late. Oh, okay. Well, see, I Jeez. might have missed it too. Uh, yeah. Got a lot because I remember in, uh, 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, Chad pouring the um, tear into Abby's mouth. We saw Gabby struggle, and then they went to their closing logo. And so, yeah, mm. I had to miss today's. I thought that was today's. <laughs> well, they've been doing that a lot lately, too. They go to the logo, and then, uh, you know, the from Friday to Monday, and you say, well, they've really jumped ahead because it, it just doesn't all fit together. So, Well, and the weeks okay, are so starting the... to blur so much. Yes, yes. I've got so many storylines. and I'm I feel trying... like I'm watching the same thing. Every yes. day, and not yeah. in a good way. Same thing. No. <laughs> same thing as no. the vicious day cycle, where I sigh on every show and play Candy Crush <laughs> during it. So. <laughs> well, I don't mm-hmm. know how you guys do it. How you watch uh, three and four soaps? <laughs> because yeah. you know, I, if one's keep, not good, keep them all straight. We, if one's not good, we can rely on another one. <laughs> That's a good uh, way to look at it. It's a lot easier these days when they're compared to the past when there used to be eleven. 
Yeah. Oh gosh. Yes. Yeah. I remember. I mean, you know, the I match to... that I watched, I believe, was nine. Oh. Mhm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Whatever I didn't watch, I used to read about. So that's how I kept up. Yeah, the max I've watched on, you know, real television, not counting the tapes, because if I counted the tapes, then at one point I was watching 12. Um, <laughs> but actually playing out on television, yeah, nine, because, you know, you had days and passions, and which that was a train wreck. And then Guiding <laughs> Light, World Turns, Bold, uh, all the ABC soap blocking, Young and Restless. So, yeah, so at 1.9, include the tapes, 12. Yeah, Carolyn, Casey's got a lot of history with him for such a young age. Yes, I yes, I can I can tell. <laughs> Quite knowledgeable. Um, you know, I finished Capital two years back and I'm still mad at that cliffhanger. <laughs> I wanna know if he died in front of the firing squad, but hey, I'll never get to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes it's great you can um write your own ending. <laughs> you, will, and, you know, like I was saying, I write a continuation of As the World Turns, and it's now read in 15 countries. So, yeah, sometimes. Oh, you really? Can... Oh, good for you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> one, of the, one of these shows, we're going to have you read some excerpts. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> it's, I love writing it. It's so much in the fans. Love it. They adore it. Sounds like a sounds like a plan. That uh, <laughs> yeah, it might, might yeah. be a plan if we work it in sometime. Yeah. <laughs> so what what is, what can we top with days? What's the big topper? What's the big one? Like the big story and right Can now. we look for Roman and Kate to turn up, get to get get back together? I've been waiting for that for a long time because Roman needs a story. Yeah. He does. And I'm like, it's either that or they reveal that he's really Chris Kostachek and we start who's the real <laughs> Roman all over again. <laughs> I remember when go he back was and live with Mary Anderson. Yes. <laughs> okay, now before we end days, how about I'm going to pose a question to all of you. Now that we know Ron Carlavati Car- is coming back, who would you like him to bring back that we haven't seen yet? Oh, goodness. Yep. I Sammy. have two in mind. I have two in mind. I'd, I'd love for Sammy to come back. Well, I, I saw a little rumbling. I saw, yeah, I saw a little rumbling somewhere uh, that that may be. I went on social media. Carrie to return. Carrie without Austin. <laughs> and um, <laughs> well, I mean, come on, it's time to move the girl on. You know, have her come back with that baby and say. Austin cheated on her, you know, pull a Justin Kyriakis and Elsa thing. And and then, you know, you could start a love triangle with Rafe, Hope, and Carrie. So, 
Oh, there you go. <laughs> you could. Yeah, I definitely want Carrie to come back, and I definitely want them to um, bring Marlena's real-life uh, twin sister back, uh, Samantha. That, there you go. that oh, is yeah. very... Oh, there you go, yeah. That and you would know, be she, very yeah. tricky to do. And oh, Liz, you know why, don't we? <laughs> she is. Oh, she, oh, God. Oh, I feel terrible. <laughs> How did I not know that? <laughs> oh, no. Well, okay. It's before you were born there, bud. <laughs> Well, I know the story, of course. I just oh, my goodness. Okay, well, you know, if Deidre Hall ever listens, my apologies to you. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, anything can happen in a soap opera. You should well, yeah, know because you're right. double duty. That's right. You can do it. They can do it. I have... Carolyn, did you give your yours yet? Um, Sammy. We have Sammy. Oh, yeah, yep. Yeah. I would like to see her come back. Without EJ? Um, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it would be great if the two of them, but, I mean, that's not going to happen. But it would be nice if she could come back and just kind well, of give saying, a little bit know, of... James Scott is on this journey to find himself, but that finding yourself costs money, so... Yeah, yeah. fun starts to dwindle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, never say never. Now never say never. never. Yeah. I mean, he was getting okay. $10,000 an episode with a three-episode-a-week promise, so I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, look at, look at years like, ago, like Deidre Hall. I mean, she was at the height. And you know she she had another like another TV show and stuff. She left. I remember that one. So yeah. You never know. Well, you never know. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Well, he uh, now my he two... wasn't. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, that's all. Go ahead. You have you have two. Right. <laughs> I have two. Um, we haven't seen one. I would like them to bring David back for Julie. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. I think we never saw a body. We never saw him killed. Oh, I think, oh gotcha. I'm like, okay, sorry. Yeah, and bring him back for Eli. Well, and you know, the thing is, is in this day and age, you could revisit that race story so easily by saying he had to hide out because he was getting threats because people know his history. And today it would work. And unfortunately, it, would, it work. would work. It could work. I like it. My other one, and I think, ladies, you might like this one. I want to see Maggie's daughter, Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. Or Brady. Of, you know, 50 other new kids. Yeah. <laughs> or Brady. Yeah, I think that would be great. And whoever plays, I do know Melanie. I like I like Melanie. I miss her too. Yeah, she was good. Melanie, yeah, I was never a fan. Sweetheart. I really never liked Melanie. I never cared for her past uh, 
the uh, oh uh, yeah, that's it. Where she was kidnapped and they ran through those tunnels after that. I was like, oh, okay. Keep running. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank, thank you, Gabby. <laughs> Remember to that. And I also, we really need to bring some more Hortons back. We need to rebuild the Horton family. There yep, are, there are more Horton ornaments. There are more Horton ornaments in that show than there are actual Hortons. <laughs> it's true. And there are. <laughs> you gotta love the prop department. I know, but still. I mean, I realize an ornament is cheaper than an actual Horton, but yeah. <laughs> you're right. Oh, let's goodness. get some of those. Let's get some of those Hortons back and oh. yeah, bring bring some of them back. They need the family, and it'd be good for Eli. That's right. Well, you know, bring back Tommy Horton. You know, it was revealed that he is still alive and kicking. You could recast, you know, that really would not be a problem since, you know, one, Lupton has passed away. See, I know about that one. And no. uh, <laughs> two, you know, we haven't seen him since 1990, I think it was. So bring him back. No, that would be that would be good. We need more horror. We need to invest in in um, the Horton clan and bring them, bring in more and then than some of these strangers and they have them internal family problems. Yeah, and right, you know, Liz? I'm just saying, you know, we could probably land um, Tony Geary. I know him and Ron are BFFs, so. Oh, I don't know about that, but... Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> true. Days of Our Lives probably couldn't afford them. They'd have to start oh, yeah, a GoFundMe okay. page. <laughs> I mean, yeah, with what they would pay him, do you know how many Horton ornaments you could make? <laughs> Time to crowdfund <laughs> to get Tony Geary on the show. No oh, need us. <laughs> that, but that was a, that's a nice casting idea. I don't know if he'd go for it. Yeah. I mean, it re- I mean, it would have to be a hefty paycheck. I think with him by now, it would come down to money. Yeah, yeah. it would. Got to make a living. Yep, that's true. You really do. Well, that's our day's discussion for the week. Okay. Okay. And I have to jump off the soap train, so you have to. it has been a pleasure. It has been a pleasure, but yeah, I've got to jump yeah. off the soap train. And uh, you guys, let's see, it's time for General Hospital, and I cannot contribute to that, so I am going to take my leave, okay? Okay, anyway, it was Thanks. nice to meet you. All right. Okay, nice to meet you, too. Take care. Okay. Bye, Liz. And David and and David, you know, I only watch Days of Our Lives. I'm trying to um, get in, interested in one one of the other ones. I was listening to you about the Bold and the Beautiful. You're um, you really like that one, right? Yeah, that that was 
that's a nice one too. Yep. Okay. Whatever you can do, you can't find. You know, if you're going to start with another soap, it's the easiest to get involved in. Okay. There's not too much, you know, even though it's been on for 30 years, there's really not a lot of things you need to know to act like you've been a fan for all those 30 years. Well, I'm going to definitely uh, try and uh, watch another one so I can contribute. But, um, well... um, Well, fine job, Carolyn. Don't let anyone tell you different. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, Casey, it's been a pleasure. You're very knowledgeable, and uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Oh, the pleasure was all mine. Great, yeah, great. Yep. And uh, you're on Twitter. Uh, yes, yep. I am. Yeah, uh, please tell Casey, me. Yes, at Casey Hutch ninety nine. That's C A S E Y H U T C H nine nine. Okay, nine nine. Okay, say it again a little slower. Um, capital C, A S E Y, and then capital H, U, T, C H, and then nine nine. C H nine nine. Okay. C Hutch. There we go. Alrighty. Well, I shall uh, go on Twitter and we'll connect. How is your How is your April looking, uh, Miss Carolyn? Um, good, good. Have you got the, the date? Um, I would say the 13th is our next show. Okay. April 13th. Okay. It'd be the 13th and the 27th. 27th. Okay. Got those on my calendar. And I will get taping one of the other ones and see if I can contribute to both of them. Well, that would be very nice. Thank you so much. Okay. Well, well, thanks Carolyn, again. you can, if you want to, Carolyn, uh, the site Soap Opera Soap Central has recaps for The Bold and the Beautiful dating back to 1996 um, okay. as they do for GHY&R and the other soaps and they're literally like short paragraphs detailing what happened that week, and I can send you a link if you would like. Okay, sounds good. Carolyn, uh, where yes. can we reach you on Twitter? Um, uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, I'm under Carolyn. Uh, I, I'm sorry, Barefoot Blonde, Barefoot Blonde 5. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Down here, uh, where are you located? I'm in Florida. I'm all the way in Michigan. (laughs) Very very cold. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I feel so bad for you. It was 78 today. It was a beautiful day today. (laughs) Take me to heaven. Uh, so that's why I'm barefoot blonde five. So I'm I walk the beach in my bare feet. So <laughs> okay, okay. Well, um, you guys have a great weekend, and I shall see you on the thirteenth. Twitter. Yes.
And let's Thank keep you those very much, Carol. alive. Yeah, let's keep those let's keep those alive. Soaps alive. <laughs> oh, definitely. Okay, so I'm going to uh, leave you now and carry on and speak to you soon. Okay. Bye for now. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, it's you and I, Casey. All righty, let's do it. Let's talk about Charlotte. Oh, goodness. <laughs> the most dreaded thing on GH for me right now is that little girl. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I cannot take her, and I'm so tired of Lulu right now. I don't think I've ever disliked a storyline for Lulu this much. She's a little over the top because the little girl doesn't want her, and she's pushing it. Well, and I don't even think she really wants Charlotte. I think she's thinking of Charlotte as a way to get back at Valentine, and it's really disgusting to me because they're getting back to a point in soaps that hasn't been shown in a couple of years where the child is almost treated as an adult character and it's put in the middle and I just, I don't like that. And Lulu's doing that to Charlotte and I'm like, come on, you know, Nina said she hasn't even um, started elementary school yet. So. I know it's hard. Trial. Oh my God. Sorry, not trial. Custody um, hearing was just, Oh my gosh! It almost made me want to uh, want to throw up because um, one, there were so many things that they could have done that would have won Lulu that baby. And honestly, I leave it up to bad writing at that point because I don't know why um, Ava wasn't on that stand. I don't know, you know, like question these people besides them signing the um, affidavits, you know, it was just ridiculous and it was to the point where it got ludicrous. Yeah, but would Ava's testimony really work? Well, I think it would because um, she was the one in that room with Valentine when Nicholas was shot and fell off the balcony um, and supposedly died which means they couldn't get Tyler Christopher back. Um, (laughs) So, you know, I think that would have really held up. And then, oh, my gosh, Kevin, one, a therapist, two, he was shot, you know? Yep. I know, I I can't. I mean, Laura is um, basically within her rights because... She knows how dangerous he is, but yet he mm-hmm. still you can't you can't take the child away from something that she uh, from yeah you, know, you can't take a child away from something that she knows is very um, secure for her. She doesn't mm-hmm. understand. Think... She doesn't understand yeah, I... that that's her daddy. That's her papa, and that that's how papa is because she doesn't see it. 
And I don't think she'd understand it if she did. Well, and, you know, that's, you know, kind of why I rooted for Valentine because I think Valentine really loved her. And like I uh, mentioned just a couple seconds ago, you know, I feel like Lulu was using Charlotte, which is just disgusting. And I was so fed up with Lulu. I know, and it's heartbreaking. It is. She, it's heartbreaking to have that poor little mm-hmm. girl in the middle, and she just, I think she does want to get to know her more than in spite of him, but they can't prove that to her. He, She needs to stay with him until... She gets to know her better. Yeah, and I'm glad. I just that, wonder. I'm glad they. I'm glad they worked that out where that they give her. Her time. Mm-hmm. I just wonder what's going to happen in these six months until, it's uh, the custody is reheard, and, I think it's definitely going to be interesting to see where the six months in the Charlotte story go. But at the moment, I'm just fed up. And if they don't start writing Lulu in this new course, you know, and it wouldn't hurt them to mention, you know, her other child. Um, But, yeah, I'm just fed up with it right now. And I really hope these six months are better in that storyline subject area than what we are getting at the moment. I hope so, too. So what did you think about Nora coming in and being Valentine's attorney? I I was a huge fan of One Life to Live, and I'm glad that ABC has the rights back. But, you know, as we got towards the actual episodes that showed the custody hearing, I saw no reason to have Nora come in because I just didn't understand why Valentine had to go all the way to Pennsylvania to get a lawyer. You know, I, I just up, I didn't get attorney. it. Yeah. I, I just, didn't even know attorneys could do that. I thought they had to stay in their own state. Yeah, it's I not, never knew that about attorneys. Yeah, I think it was one of those fictional things that wasn't known because I think you're right, I don't think Nora in real life could have done that. And if I'm not mistaken, wasn't, you know, if we forget the Prospect Park stuff, wasn't Nora the uh, DA by the time One Life went off the air? I think so. Yeah, so I don't understand why Nora would have left that for private practice because DAs don't handle that type of stuff. So I just don't... I didn't get the whole thing. Of course, I was excited to see Hillary B. Smith, but I didn't get it. I really thought Um, I it served no purpose. Well, if we go back and if I remember, if I'm going to try and paraphrase what Nathan Varney said, um, that... They're looking under, since ABC does get their rights back, they've been talking, they've been talking the game for a long time, and 
how they were going to reestablish the characters and if any were coming back. And they said that they weren't going to be brought back in a way to disrupt the show or interrupt the show to, you know, you know how viewers were angry when when they brought them back after One Life went out off the air? Mm-hmm. GH, GH fans didn't care for them coming on. I really think the only, I think Hillary B. Smith, you know, they only did that return to shut the fans up. I really think that because we were so loud and proud when we heard the news about ABC getting the rights back and we've been begging them to do something. So I really think that's the only reason she came back. And the best part of the return for me was at Olivia's arraignment um, when they kind of, you know, she said, tell that old uh, cowboy I said hi. She did it. That was the best part. When she played, when she put in her little Alex Olinoff. Yeah, and, you know, Nora was like, what? And she was like, oh, nothing. You know, I loved that. I think that was the best part of Nora coming on for her short little stint. It was good. And what what I do remember correctly is Hillary was the first one that they asked back. Mm -hmm. And you can count. You can almost count that there will be others, and, not, and you know, just like what, just those that serve a purpose, and it's not to give them like their own story because they don't want to interfere and you know infiltrate GH just because they got their rights back. But well, and you know that's what I've said to other people. I'm like, you have to understand that this is General Hospital. It is not um, one life to live. It's not all my children. This is General Hospital. And, you know, people pay their cable bill to watch General Hospital, not one life to live or are my children anymore. So, I mean, I'm just really afraid that if we start huddling all these returns and throwing them at fans, then it's not going to be General Hospital, and that's an issue for me. Yeah, I I can see your view there. I do. That's why he said it was they're just bringing him on to for like brief visits to serve a purpose and nothing too major. Um, they do want. I think they want to test the waters and see if there is an interest on in bringing the other two back. Mm-hmm. Um. But that there's only one way to do that, and then to showcase them on General Hospital. Yeah, because um, I my site Daytime Indulgence, uh, we did an article on if the fate had been decided uh, for AMC and when I to live, and it kind of has because Nathan Barney said, "Look, the ABC Daytime block is full." And we're happy with it. Right. We're happy mm-hmm. with the Chew, View, and GH. They're happy with that. 
So it's not going to change. It's not going to change soon. Not yeah, soon. And, you know, maybe there is. You know, they talked about the possibility of turning their ABC app into kind of a CBS all access model. But at the same time, you know, where do you even start? Where do you get the money? Do you turn those shows into primetime soaps? Do you leave off from ABC? Do you leave off from Prospect Park? You know, I really think yep. the shows are I, just gone. I'm not sure where they're going to head from that. They're thinking, I remember the thought was like, um, bring him back like seasonally. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but otherwise I think that, I don't you know, know where, though, and especially, yeah. you know, with Agnes Nixon gone now, you yeah. know, it's just, there's really no point. I mean, I think the shows as a whole, not the characters, but the shows as a whole, you know, they need to be buried with her. Because honestly, you know, I'm not even sure if they came back on if I would watch them because it'd just be too much confusion by now. It would just be I see your too much by now. I can too see much your point. has happened. You know, the story moves forward on Prospect Park a lot in those 42 weeks, excuse me, 42 episodes. So, I mean, if they came back, I probably would not watch them. Let me see. Okay, so where did we leave off on GH? We went on Nora. Mm-hmm. I know we we skimmed. So what do you think the tie is with Nora and Valentine and Olivia? That left that little cliffhanger is right there. It's almost like Valentine wants her there in the asylum. I really, and Nora was you know, any way to keep Tanya Walker on, I'm fine with. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, I really don't care what they do as long as it's good soap and as long as we keep Tanya Walker on because she's bringing that fun back to GH for me that I really, really missed. She... She is beautiful as much as she is talented, and vice versa. She does put in a little fun in her character, no matter how they write her. Well, not only that, she brings so much that, in my eyes, the show's been lacking since the 50th. Like I said, she brings that fun back. She brings the... She really has tied the show together for me. She has. So what do you see the most promising of General Hospital right now? The Other most than promising, I, I really think that, and I'm hoping this happens, that this Nell story goes beyond that really uh, suck, sucky um, 
Nell Benson reveal. I really think it's going to go beyond that. I just think we have to give it another month. Um, so right now I'm seeing that with the most promise. And what do you see as the least, your least favorite on there? <sighs> Lulu. <laughs> this, Lulu? Uh, gosh, they, yeah, they've got to start revamping that character. Or else she could leave, and I wouldn't care at this point. What can we do with her? I just think we need to get her out of Nicole Walker mode, which is baby crazy mode. We need to get her out of that. Because she's been in it for so long. Yeah, and, you know, it's called General Hospital, you know. Give her something. What is her job? (laughs) Does she even have one? I don't even know because I can't stand the character right now. And now we got Ryan Pavey coming back from his movie and and Kirsten leaving again Mm -hmm. on a medic. So, which is... What do you see? So, what do you see for Nathan and Maxie? Um, I definitely think, um, and as much as I love that pairing, I definitely think with Kirsten going on that uh, temporary exit, we're not going to see uh, Mister and uh, Mrs. Uh, Nathan West. You know, it's. I just, I don't see that lasting. Um, And I really hope that we don't temporarily recast Maxie again. As much as I love um, Molly Burnett, I think she did a great job with what she was given for those couple of weeks. It's just, you know, let the character take that little leave of absence and leave it blank there. It will definitely be interesting to see what they do but I just don't think that marriage is going to survive, and I don't uh, want them to temporarily recast Kirsten again. Well, that's very astute of you. You have good instincts. (laughs) I try. (laughs) Try. Okay, so let's move on to number four. With Young and the Restless. Ooh, my favorite soap. I'm ready to talk about it. Oh, okay. I've wanted Chloe to pay for the past six months. And, oh, goodness. <laughs> and I want... Is it going to happen? Well, I just... You know, I think the Young and the Restless is so good right now, but... We need to get out of this Adam era, and we need to hurry. If you're not going to recast, if you're not going to bring Muni back, then we need to get out of it because, you know, he's no longer there at the moment. So if they do these big reveals, um, you know, I think the Chloe and Chelsea one will be a good reveal, and I think that will happen. But I think as for the baby reveal, 
you know, that's not going to be worth it. And it's really starting not to be worth it because Adam's gone. And, you know, when you have somebody major off the canvas um, that is so imperative to a character, um, you know, like Sage, for example. Sage was connected to Adam so much, and she's gone. So really, are these reveals going to matter? Are they going to be as big, um, you know, as we hoped they would be with the whole Chelsea and Chloe reveal? You know, is that going to be big, knowing that Adam at the time is not coming back? Is the paternity reveal going to be a huge thing because Sage isn't there, you know? So you really have to weigh are these reveals even worth it? Yeah, so Sally's, I, my, my guess is I think Sally was, I think she wants to bring Adam back, but I think there's something political keeping that from happening. Well, especially, you know, on the Muni side of things, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, and I'm going to say... I, with any type of reveal, I think. Well, you know, I think it's a matter of because We don't know if it's true. I'm going to say accusation about him groping Hunter King. Um, you know, so Muni won't happen. But I think they could really recast an Adam... Um, but then again, do we want one? You know, it's kind of like Adam right now is all my children and one life to live. You know, do we want that back? I think some fans miss him. And he mm-hmm. should be. I think. But we all. Yeah, we, we also want, have to. Run him back. You know, yeah, we also have to remember do they miss the character, or do they miss the actors who made the roles, the role most popular? You know, do we really miss Adam, or do we just miss Hartley um, or Muni, you know? I think, I think it's, uh, they got a mix of the best of the both worlds in both of them. Oh, and definitely. Maybe they're, oh, yeah. They they both stole the show, and Adam is supposed to be Victor 2.0 at some point. And well, I and, don't know. know. Also, um, you know, is Adam alive? Because there was that one episode where we saw, you know, they were talking about Adam, and then it switched to the next scene before we faded out, and the cliffhanger was a guy wearing a black glove putting a wedding band into a drawer. So are we just forgetting that, or is Adam really alive? I didn't think that was Adam that was doing that. And see, I just thought it was more Chloe. You know, and it probably was. Because the one thing, I I know we're in the past here, in the past six months, one thing is that (laughs) if that was Adam... I don't think, and if it's his ring, I don't think he'd wear gloves. Well, and, you know, maybe, you know, he was burned badly on his hands. There's a point I didn't keep in mind. That's true. 
But you know, it could have been Chloe because I I can't remember if she wore gloves or not that night, but I think she did. And they need to find that dart gun. Oh gosh. Well first everybody needs to discover that passageway that came out of nowhere and then we'll probably find the dart gun. <laughs> yeah. So that that's the main point. So we know up Kevin's getting a little too involved with her, um, mm-hmm. more so now. He wants to get back and he wants to remarry her and have a life together with her, but I don't know if that's going to even last because we know Liz Hendrickson was dropped went to recurring. Which I don't know why they keep doing that to her. I mean... It's either their end or her end, and I'm not sure which one it is, but Liz Hendrickson is a powerhouse of an actress, and she really could bring that show into a bright future if they would just put her on the very front burner. They do. I think I think that her contract was up. She was only given a year. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she wants to deal. I don't know if Sally has mm-hmm. planned, has any plans for her. Well, and, you know, I wondered, and recurring people can still get stories. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, you know, they can, you know, you look at Bobby on General Hospital, you know, Jacqueline Zeman is recurring and she's getting big story again. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we'll just see where that goes. I think maybe it will be a, a Hunter King case where uh, Liz Hendrickson finds another job and they do one big story with her and then she takes months upon months off, um, just right. like Jess Walton uh, did as well. Um, because I really think there's something to this whole uh, Scotty thing that happened between them uh, in the bar. Uh, so we'll just see. I don't think they know each other. You think well, they know each I, other? I, yeah, it just seemed too odd to me. I felt like there was something more there. Um, And I had read an article, a little rumor, that Scotty could be the father of Bella. Uh, hmm. Let's see how far back that goes. That she's comfortable with him. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just a waiting game. And that's what I love about the Young and the Russells. I mean, everybody could take a page out of Windar's book about how to keep things under wraps because I think it's getting exciting again because I don't know what's going to happen. You know, little by little they leak stuff, but they're not, you know, pulling any days where it's huge stories that they're leaking. Right. You know, like little stuff, okay, we know Jill and Colin are exiting. Big stuff, what's going to happen there in the months that they're going to be gone. Right. And it keeps it, there's a little, the cliffhangers aren't like biting you in the face, but you can pick them up if you're smart enough to know where they are. Mm-hmm. Well, Casey, this was your first show, and we have to depart now because we don't have much time. And I want to thank you for uh, joining us. Well, tonight. thank you so much for having me. This was such a blast, and I can't wait until the next show. 
Okay, you look for the second Thursday of the month, and I believe that's the 13th. That's All our next right. show. Great. I can't wait to uh, be back with you guys discussing our shows. And you can reach me at Take to Radio Crew. And I have you down because you've been following me for a while. Yes. <laughs> so until then, what do you have to say, Casey, for the fans? Um, of course, just keep tuning in to uh, the soaps and love on them. And thank you so much uh, for listening to me uh, <laughs> kind of rant uh, with these amazing co-hosts. And I can't wait to let you guys listen in again um, on our next show. Well, thank you for joining us. And everyone out there who's listening, thank you for joining us. And we'll see you on April 13th. Good night, everybody. Good night, guys.